In this episode of Headpieces, we join Chris. He is working hard as a nurse during the corona crisis. Chris has found the challenges he faces are not just on the wards. There are also pressures from well-meaning members of the public. Will the sanctuary that Chris finds in a cleaner's cupboard be the safe haven that he hopes for? Oh, it was fine at first. We all loved it, didn't we? The clapping. I was tired after my shift on the corona ward, but it didn't bother me. It gave me a bit of a lift. I went outside and waved a bit to the people on the street. They liked that. Well, I thought it was polite to acknowledge it. They know what I do, so I guessed a lot of them were doing it for me. Well, I know they were. They told me whenever I left the house to go to work or to the shop. They even started pinning rainbow pictures and notes onto my car. Sweet, really. I mean, the first time was amazing. The clapping, I mean. I was at work at the time and we all went outside. Us nurses, the ambulance crews. Everyone who could get out went out and we clapped as well. I mean, it was a morale boost. It lifted our spirits and felt really, you know, teamy. And we could hear clapping all around London. It was pretty amazing, I can tell you. We were all braced for what was to come. And to be honest, we were all a bit scared. I can be honest with you, can't I? You must get it all the time from us lot. We have anxieties about it, just like everyone else. But we have to roll up our sleeves and, well, just get on with it. (laughs) Well, that's just metaphorically speaking, of course. We can't actually roll our sleeves up. We have to wear the visor, the mask, the gown, the apron and the gloves. Oh yes, it's uncomfortable, but you cleaners have to wear some PPE too, don't you? So you must understand how hard it makes my job. And I hate not being able to express myself. It's so important to connect. They say the eyes are the window to the soul. But that's all that's seen over the mask. And it's so hard to convey anything just through the eyes. I do find myself smiling an awful lot these days. Grinning like a Cheshire cat, hoping it shows in my eyes. Oh yes, we are appreciated, we know that. We still get cards and chocolates and flowers from the families, even after all they've been through. Of course, the flowers can't stay. They're a risk of infection. Everything is a risk of infection. I suppose it makes more work for you. The cleaners on the late shift having to throw the flowers away. Or do you take them home? Are you allowed to do that? But the clapping carried on. 
It took on a life of its own. Oh, I do get it. I'd probably do the same. People were suddenly imprisoned. I know we had some insider knowledge here, but still, it hit us all like a train. And the public, well, they saw the images of the other countries, and before we knew it, it became a reality here. They were scared, so they reached out. It felt like they wanted a piece of us. We represented hope for them. They know, with an unlucky roll of the dice, it could be them. They could just touch something and pick up the disease. And any passerby might be carrying it. Talk about stranger danger. If the wind is in the wrong direction and they stand too close, they are in danger of breathing in droplets. People dive for cover when they are overtaken by a passing jogger. Yes, well, we've got a bit immune to it all in here, I suppose. We focus on our jobs. Of course, we are aware of the two-metre rule, but you've got to be pragmatic, haven't you? We're face-to-face with it, day in, day out. Oh yes, we've lost colleagues. And it hurts. It's really devastating. You remember Amy, don't you? But you just have to keep on going. Fight the good fight and all that. Oh, what's that? Is one of your lot coming in? I I mean, I don't want anyone else to find me in here. This is my sanctuary. It's warm and I can use the loo and shower next door. Hey, it's fine. I'm tidying up in here. Just leave your kit out there. I'll sort it. I did get a bit stiff, though. I mean, I moved things around to make a bit more space to sleep. Oh, had you noticed? Oh, oh, I hope you don't mind. I'll just move these to stretch my legs out. What was I saying? Oh yes, the clapping. Well, it was also innocent, really, and all done for the right reasons. But it's a bit like the pandemic. It took on a life of its own. It had already started in other European countries. We are still in Europe, aren't we? Well, anyway, I'm pretty sure Italy and France and one or two other countries had already been clapping, so I guess it had gathered momentum, and it's like the virus. I mean, the clapping, I mean. It spread and came over here. (laughs) Social media? Well, that doesn't help either, does it? Things spread like wildfire, with everybody copycatting, jumping on the bandwagon, just doing stuff to take selfies and posting them on their Facebook pages. And clap, clap, clap. So it went on. It was relentless. Don't people know when to stop? Don't they know some of us need sleep? But no, it went on. And the papers don't help. Did you see them? You must have. I've got some of them here. Look, there's a photograph of the shard lit up in blue. Can you see it? It's on the front cover and the fireworks. Did you see them? There they are in the background. It made it feel like everyone was partying whilst we had to keep going 
and get prepared for the worst. You never get used to it, do you? That noise. But it's a trade-off, I suppose. I escape the clapping at home and get the sirens here. Eventually, they're just like white noise. I know, it's awful to say it, but it's not like the clapping. I don't have to smile and wave when I hear a siren. I can internalise it. Does that make sense? It goes right through me, every time. That sound, it, it gets me right here in my gut. My stomach churns. Fight or flight, I suppose. Brace, brace, brace. But the clapping, well, that's different. I have to play the part of an appreciative frontline worker when all I want to do is to go to sleep after a really long, really emotional, really physical shift. Oh no, I wouldn't change my job. Never. Nursing, it's in my blood. But I need to sleep and I can't at home. I have to run the gauntlet of niceness, the rainbow notes and the clapping. No, please, don't do that, really. No, no, please don't do it. Just stop clapping. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 I know you were just messing around, but, but honestly, I just can't stand it. It has started to really jar. It, it just tips me over the edge. I've been at bedsides holding people's hands where their families can't visit. I've had my mask on when I've tried to let someone know they are loved. I've been two metres away from people. I've been so desperate to hug. So I've decided on Thursday nights I'll find refuge in here. I do my shift and I just don't go home. I come into your cupboard, which is where you found me last week. Sorry, sorry, I, I know. I know I shouldn't. I know I, I know I haven't got my PPE on and I know I've touched some things, but I'll anti back anything I touch. I have to find a safe space. You understand that, don't you? Away from the clapping. I'm I'm really grateful that you haven't told anyone I sleep in here now on Thursday nights. I just can't go home and face the music. What was I saying? Oh yes, thanks for not telling anyone I come in here. What? You've mentioned it to one or two others. Oh, right. But only the ones in your team. Yes, yes, all in best interest, so they give me a wide berth. Oh, OK, well, never mind. Well, hopefully they'll all keep stum. No, no, sorry, I, I don't mean to sound off about it. No, 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 that's fine. As long as I can hole up here and get away from the cacophony of clapping... Sounds a bit busy out there. It's a bit odd for this time of night. And you're looking uncomfortable. Are you all right? Hey, what's going on out there? Oh, I think I'll take a look. Oh, it'll be fine. Don't stress. I won't get you into any trouble. What on earth is that? Oh, you haven't. You've not. You've told some of the patients... 
they know I'm in here, don't they? Tight Corner was performed and produced by Rich McPherson and written by Wendy Wormsley. You can subscribe to the Headpieces podcast to hear more new bite-sized dramas. Thank you for listening.